As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What is up, guys? I'm Dusty Grant, the host of the DG and Friends podcast. I'm excited to take this ride with you as I get to know interesting folks from all walks of life and pick their brains about their journey. I'd like to sincerely thank you for tuning in. DG and Friends starts now. What is up, guys? Dusty Grant here. Episode number 30 of DG and Friends. Can you believe I have done 30 episodes of this godforsaken show. I'm here with my good friend, my coach, my teammate, Cody Carrillo. Cody, how are you doing tonight, sir? Well, how about you? I'm doing good, man. I just got done uh, rehearsing. I went, uh, I'm playing a full band show for the first time ever next Thursday in Winfield, Kansas. Uh, my buddy that's playing with me in the band is, uh, he owns Magnitude Creative here in Wichita. So we just went, had a, had a string session in his studio and it that's sounded cool. amazing. And it's like, I'm, I'm chomping at the bit, man. I'm ready to get on stage and, and kick some ass. My first show of 2021 will be with full band. So that's, I'm that's chomping good. at the bit, man. I'm excited. Outdoors too, huh? Yeah, outdoors. It's going to be hot as balls. Um, you know me. I'm like, I'm like one of the sweatiest dudes on the planet next to you. And, uh, <laughs> and so I'm excited for it, man. It's going, to be, uh, it's going to be an interesting experience. But what's going on with you, man? How's life these days? It's going well. It's going well. I'm just uh, just got home from the gym, got out of the shower, snack a little bit, um, you know, just uh, you know, on to the next, you know, push yeah. forward here a little bit, you know. Is that part of the plan? Are you are you on to the next? I mean, I, if you don't mind, I'd like to hear about what happened. I know I I I tried to watch it on Fight Pass, and there was a glitch on the Lion Fights or something that night, so I didn't get to see anything live, and I heard about what happened afterward. But what happened with that? Yeah, so they had a, um, so they had uh, the lion fights, like they had two fights, and then there was the other two tournament semifinals fights, was mine and the uh, other people, and they were like, "Hey, the generator went down, and the backup generator went down." I'm like, "What?" what? So, um, and then we sat there, and they were like, "Okay, you might be on," and they started throwing other fights. So there's like uh, local boxing fights. What's up, Richard? And there's local boxing fights, and um, some other stuff going on. So they were, they were sandwiching those in and they were like, Hey, you might be up. Hey, you're up. And then I had, you know, like, and then I eventually they just like, well, we're just going to do it without the television televised. How and, did that affect you? Um, it, to be honest, it didn't really affect me much. Like, uh, I've, I've been there. Um, now the other guy, there was another guy I shared a locker room with. He's younger. And, uh, it seemed like 
and it kind of bothered him a little bit. But for me, like I've, you know, I've been on, like we talked about before, you know, I've been on some uh, really crazy shows, like where you never know if you're going to fight, like in five minutes or, uh, you know, in two hours. I've also been what's called a, a, a swing bout on Bellator. So if they have time, you'll be the, the last fight before television. And if they don't have time, they move you all the way to the end after the television. So you just sit there and you wait and you're like, oh, is, they, is there a knockout or is there a decision? Like, so, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it is what it is, you know? So that had nothing to do with what happened to me. It's my, I mean, it's mind blowing to me though, because like, even, even at the level I've competed at, you know, in jujitsu tournaments mm-hmm. and stuff like that, it's like, I, I remembered I cut a little bit of weight and I set myself up to like peak at the time that I was supposed mm-hmm. to compete. Mm-hmm. And then I sit in the I sit in the stands for like four <laughs> hours until I compete, and then they're like, "Hey, Dusty, you're going in ten minutes," and you're like, "Holy <laughs> shit! Like I'm not even warmed. Like I gotta go put my gi on. I'm not even warmed up." So I can't imagine like if you're going into like a pro kickboxing bout or a mixed martial arts bout, right. like how do you prepare yourself for that? Like you just you've just been there before enough to is yeah. it getting, is it getting better now? Like as 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 the sport has progressed and the the combat sports have become more prevalent. Like, do you feel like things are more organized or is it still a freaking wild West? So for me, um, like fighting online fight, like it's a televised. So normally, you know, when you're fighting, like it's a cool thing about being a TV fight. Like you're like, okay, well, if they start at seven, you got, if they start at seven, you're going to, they're going to have, they're going to be ready and have, you know, the fighters ready to go at seven and, you know, they're not going to BS in between fights, you know, they're not going to do like, silly intermissions where they're shooting t-shirts, you know, they have fights push you through there. Like, so, uh, you know, for, as far as like, I don't know if it's like, uh, you know, the sport as a whole or martial arts as a whole, but for me, like, I usually know when I'm fighting, like, and TV, if you're, if it, you know, it's even better if you're the first TV fight, you know, okay, I'm fighting right at eight. You're like, fighting right at, yeah. yeah. Right <laughs> when it's prime, prime yeah, yeah. time. I'm first guy. It's it. Yeah. So, so how does it change your preparation? Like, so for that one, cause I know like when I've talked to Fox about how he gets guys ready behind the, you know, behind the curtains before they go out and fight and all that stuff. Like you kind of want to like, you want to burn yourself out a little bit and get a little bit of an adrenaline dump and a sweat going. So if you don't know when you're going, like, how do you, how do you set yourself up to like peak when you're going out there to fight? Yeah. That, that's uh, sometimes some people do that. I like to get like my heart rate really high. Um, and it doesn't have to be uh, at a certain time for me, but you know, some people are, you know, and, and they're really particular about things they're like, Oh, I want this and this, and I want this person, this person, you know, like, and for me, like, you know, I just show up and be like, Hey, uh, are you, can I get a corner? Like, you know, like, uh, you know, like the last one I called Shannon Woodward, who's like a local uh, guy in Topeka. I text him like, you know, uh, when I got to the peak, I was like, Hey, I need some help. Can you help me? And I mean, I know he's, he's a good dude. I've known him for a long time, been around the game. So he's, he showed up and wrapped my hands and helped me warm up really well. And he did, he did an awesome job. And I, I, I'm super thankful for him, you know, but like, I'm not like picky about stuff like that. You know, it's, it is what it is. Well, you get, you get experience, man. It's like, as you know, the first, like the first year I started hitting the road and I was trying to set myself up for like, to be ready and like warm up at a specific time and all that kind of stuff. And like, well, th- th- this band didn't show up. So you're going on before the headliner. 
<laughs> you're like, oh shit, you know? You're like, in. Yeah. yeah, like okay. And uh, you know, it comes with experience, right? Like, so you feel like you're you're pretty much ready. But do you even feel like? I mean, does is your corner does your corner play a big role in your performance? You think anymore, or are you? I mean, you're to the point where you've got what? How many pro fights? You're over fifty now, right? Yeah, combined. Yeah, combined over fifty for sure. Like between kickboxing and and boxing and MMA. And that's just an insane number, but like, so you're not thinking about, you're not thinking about who's like, when, when things are going wrong for you in the fight, do you know, and like, you're, you're aware of like what you need to change and what you need to mix up or, or are you relying on your corner for that? Uh, I'm usually, I'm, I'll pay attention, you know, if they have adjustments, like it's always nice to have a, another set of eyes, you know, and I'm able to listen, you know, and, and, and it's cool because I, I like for me, like, you know, I'm, you know how I am. I'm super technical, like super art. Like, and so if they point something out, you know, it's, it's nice for me. Cause I'm like, Oh, maybe I missed that, you know, or like, but uh, I wouldn't say they pay, they play like a, a huge part, but they, they can, you know, they can. Yeah. Me and Alex were talking about it last week when he was on and, and he was getting prepared for it, but I've really enjoyed watching the, uh, the UFC bouts where there hasn't been any crowds. Mm-hmm. Because you've got like Paul Felder, Michael Bisping, and Daniel Cormier doing the commentary, and while you're fighting, Cormier is like, he needs to get an underhook and get off the cage, and then you see the guy do it and get off the cage, and like they'll even acknowledge in interviews after the fight, they'll be like, "Yo, DC, I heard you, I heard you saying that shit during my fight. I did it. Thank you." I mean, so I, I know the corner plays a big part of it, but like you, you've always kind of had like a gunslinger mentality about you, like you've taken any fight anywhere, anytime. And it's served you well. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, um, I guess I, I, I want to, I don't not, I don't want to downplay like a, a good corner because they can make a difference, but they, they shouldn't make a difference every fight, you know, like, unless, you know, they've spent, you know, thousands of hours or hundreds of hours with you, you know, like, and some of them have like a little code language and, and, and whatnot, but I, th- I think like you, if you're dependent on someone else, then you know it's it's tough, I and mean, it's going to be a tough tough go for you, you know, <laughs> if you're dependent on someone else because there's no one else in there with you, you know. Yeah, and it's like if you're if you're starting to doubt your preparation when the door closes, right? I mean, Jesus Christ, you're in a you're in a pretty bad spot there because it's like I know when I haven't been prepared for shows and stuff like that, and it's like. I'm kind of of the mentality now when I go play, I'm like, you know, if I, if I'm not completely sick of my material, like just disgusted <laughs> with playing these songs before I play the show, I haven't prepared. Yeah, enough. Practice, never, I haven't you know what I mean? If I, if I haven't hit the myth, if I haven't hit the mitts this many times, if I haven't worked on this combination or this game plan or whatever, this many times, by the time I go in there, that's not on the guy in your corner. It's like that, that's on you. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. But like, go ahead. Sorry, dude. Same, yeah, it's no problem. The same, the same, yeah, exact same line of thought. You know, if you haven't done something so much where you're literally thinking about it while you're like sleeping or on your way to sleep or like, you know, whenever, like you, you, you're probably not ready to do it at, at that high of a level for sure. And, and like, how do you know when you're ready? How do you feel when you're ready? Because I thought I was going to, you know, before I got hurt, I was, you know, even you said something to me like, man, you got to start taking some smokers or something, man, go, go, <laughs> go start beating some people up. And I'm like, man, I'm, I, and to hear that from my coach, it kind of made me think like, okay, yeah, I, I'm, 
I would be down for that. I'm not, I've been beat up enough in the gym now to where I feel like I probably give someone a bad evening, but I, now I'm freaking, you know, almost (laughs) freaking paralyzed with this next shit. But like, how do you know when you're ready? You just, you just got to do it or what? Yeah, just, you know, I think like you, you listen to experience, like if, if I was talking to like uh, someone brand new, you know, listen to an experienced person, be like, Hey, you're doing well. Like, you, you, you know, you might be ready. Like you never want to be like, you never want to hear the opposite. You never want to be like, Hey, I took a fight. What do you think? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, be like, uh, well, like, so, but that, that and that's in this day and age, you know, of uh, the instant gratification and and um, people just like watching Conor McGregor videos and high, like, oh, I'm I'm this and that, and you know, and they believe in them. They have they have so much like self confidence, and then like, well, you haven't, are you even been to a gym? Like, you know, like <laughs> these other trained, like, you know, and those type of guys will come and they'll be in the gym and they'll, you know hit the spar and they just get effed up in sparring. Like, you know, like, so and then you're like, well, what are you, are you going to fight? Like, oh. yeah, there's been situations where I've sparred with guys that are talking about they're fighting in three weeks. And I'm like, man, I've been on the road, you know, <laughs> drinking whiskey and smoking Marlboro Reds. And my, my cardio is better than yours. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm, I, you might want to, you know, you might want to reconsider this bout here, buddy. I mean, you only get one chance to make a first impression. Just watched you get scissor sweep like 10 times. Like, what <laughs> it's like, you, you haven't seen this before, buddy. Like, you're going to go in the cage. Like, I, I was always scared. Yeah. I'd, I'd put Richard in. He's as tough as they fucking come. They're right there. I got a I got a special concert coming up for Richard soon. I'll be announcing, but uh, Richard, we're glad to have you here, buddy. I know I know the podcast has been getting Richard through his time, so that that's been a, that's been a cool thing. He gets to watch me make an ass of myself every Wednesday. <laughs> 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 and it, but but like I'm friends with a lot of fighters, and uh, even on social media, you know, guys that are getting ready for fights, and you know, like sometimes when you're going to a local fight or a regional fight, like if the EFC is having a bout. They will, you know, you know, guys that are training to fight and then they'll be on Facebook, like calling out other fighters. You know what I mean? They'll be like, hey, you guys all have fights in like three weeks and you're not even training. Like what is going on in your mind where you think that you're going to have that type of preparation and succeed? Like, do you think you have fireballs in your hands? Because a lot of guys, you know, think that they think I see red. And when I see red, it's over. And it's like, no, when you see red, you're going to get choked out, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing. The, the people you know, can talk themselves into all kinds of things, you know? So. And I, it's like, for me, it'd be, it's like, it's, it, it was always something where I felt like I wanted to, but I was always kind of scared to, but like at the end of the day, I feel like maybe I was training harder than some of the guys that were actually fighting. And it was like, man, maybe, maybe I should, maybe I should take a run at it, but you know, I don't, unless they're going to start paying me like, you know, Logan, <laughs> Paul, Logan, Paul, I mean, if Logan Paul wants to fight me, I'm in. You're in there. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take the, I'll take a $5 million <laughs> win or lose. I mean, I'll go out. I, I guarantee you it'll be entertaining. <laughs> you know, like your fights are always entertaining. So what happened in your last fight, man? Do you mind me asking? Yeah, no problem. Uh, so uh, LT is a monster. Um, and I knew that going in, like, I remember you talking to me about that in the gym. Yeah. And, and the first round 
he's just coming at me and I was smoking him. I was cracking him like with kill shots, like shots where, you know, I know, you know, like, cause I've done it so many times, like hit people. And I'm like, that's he's just dropping or he's stopping. This is chilling out. And I hit him with at least four of those, like, you know, my money, my, my right hand and my left hook right on his chin. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And um, my man just kept coming. <laughs> he was just coming at me. And so we, and the first round was just, it was just a frenzy like that. He, just, he was really just trying to uh, take away my space. You know, I was sitting, I would just, you know, cut an angle, set my feet and hit him. And then we ended up in a, a couple of like uh, sloppy clinches. You know, he would get in, I turn, stop, turn him. And I, uh, one, at one point in time, I had turned him, pushed him back against the ropes and he uh, arched backwards over the ropes and the rest stopped us. And then, uh, and, and then the funny thing is that exact same thing happened to me later. Like he pushed me, he had pushed me over the ropes, but, and then second round, like, I was like, okay, here he comes. You know, I, I could tell, I could tell he was trying to like, uh, play like mind games with me. Like he's like, he was standing up like <laughs> early, like he's up off the stool early and, uh, probably looking at me, you know, how I, I just kind of chill. Like, you know, you could like, I'm not, not ever tired, but I was like, oh, he's standing up. And I was like, here he comes. And we got into like a, like a weird, like another weird clinch. And I was arched backwards and uh, his knee went like upwards, like under my rib cage. And I immediately heard it like crunch, like, and, uh, you know, I saw a flash in my eyes. It's never happened often, you know. It's a body shot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like it was not my my wind. It wasn't like my solar plexus. Like it hit hit my ribs, crunched my ribs, saw a flash. And I, you know, for a half second, I processed like, dang, I'm gonna have to take a knee. And then during that half second, the elbow right across my nose, bam! You know, I felt it smash. I felt it smash, and then he elbowed me across the eyebrow. And so. um and then I took the knee after that and uh, I got up and I was like, uh, you know, I'm just like, and I was like, my ribs broken. I'm done. You know, like it's pretty much like I couldn't really, you know, and that, that was more or less. And that was the summary of the fight. It was, it was just, and, that, and that was it. Cause I, I, I heard stories and it's like, you know, when you play the telephone game and people say one thing and then you tell it to five people by the time it gets to the end of the line, it's different. Because yeah. I like what I heard, it was like, oh, he got hit with a hard body shot and broke his ribs in the first round. Mm-hmm. And then it was like a slobber knocker at the, after that. And it just yeah. ended in a TKO. But it was all one sequence. Yeah, uh, more, more or less like um, that's how it felt anyways. But 
Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, got hit with the, you know, and, and I, I, I think one of my faults is I've trained my, uh, breath control so well that I can just get like, people can just smash my body. I've never, ever hurt. Right. But, uh, my bone structure is not, <laughs> not the same as my, as my breath control. Right. So, and that's, and I've had, I've had broken ribs multiple, multiple occasions, you know, I've, I, and I didn't, and that, and that was just the cliff notes of what happened. But I, you know, I, I did a slip. I, there was a slip. I hit the mat, twisted my knee. And uh, so, you know, and then, and then the, coming down after is, is just like my, my knee wouldn't straighten out. And I couldn't like move because my ribs and I couldn't breathe because my nose was broken. And, um, and it was also just like being at that high of a level. And being like, oh, you can see it. You can see, like, you know, if I win that fight, I'm fighting for the title. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm fighting. I'm fighting for the Lion Fight North American title. Like, you know, a lot of fighters dream. Like, you know, so it's like, you know, you can see that. And, you know, like, you're like, oh, and then if you win that, like, you're definitely going to fight at least one more time for a Lion Fight, like, probably overseas or something. And, um, you know, so it's... Uh, spiritually like coming down from that. I was like, Oh man, like what in the world? Like it was right there at my fingertips again. And I can't get off the couch and it takes me 10 minutes to get to the bathroom, you know, for like two or three days, you know, like, so it was, it was, uh, emotionally and like mentally really, really tough time for me, you know? So what was the physical rap sheet after the, after the bout? Did you have stitches? Did you have a torn up knee, broken ribs? Like, yeah. did, did you get everything diagnosed? Yeah, I had stitches. I had stitches on my forehead and broken nose and broken ribs. And, um, like a great, great one, one and a half MCL. So, so, so what's the prognosis now? Like what's your, what's your ideas? What's your thoughts now? Like, are you, are you going to get back in there as soon as you possibly can or yeah, re yeah. rehab for a while, figure it out or, you know, like <clears throat> how's your psyche now? I'm good. Like uh, after I put it back in perspective, you know, like, like I said, I've, I was just feeling pretty damn sorry for myself to be completely honest. Like it's understandable. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, I just agreed to another fight. <laughs> and uh I'm, so <laughs> i'm shocked i've known you for knowing you for like eight or nine years now i'm completely shocked that you got another one lined up so not at all yeah so um i got a 60-day suspension a medical suspension uh over my ribs and um july 31st will be like 65 days or something around there and uh, I'm kickboxing uh, in Enid, Oklahoma, July 31st. So how are you going to, I mean, how do you even do that? Like what, what kind of kick, is it for lion fights again? No, no, it's not for lion fights. It's for uh, just uh, oh, like a regional promotion. Yeah, just a local promotion. So why rush it? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna put you know I'm gonna put you on the spot. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, not, not, podcast. It's a, it's a, <laughs> this is a great. This is something I. Uh, this is a conversation I had with another a pretty close friend of mine. Like, you know, I could um, go to the doctor and and I could like possibly you know get some surgeries or whatever you know. Um, but well, I don't. You know, all, all we got is time. You know, so time's not on my side. Um, 
and I'm only going to be able to do this for a little while, you know, and, and I ain't going to like sit and chill. I'd rather fight at, you know, and I've, and I've never fight. I've never fought. I haven't fought a hundred percent in, you know, a decade. So it's, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's something I'm just going to do it, man. I'm just going to do it. So I, and I'm going to keep doing it, you know, and, What's the end game for you? I mean, I know, I know, I mean, I know like I, a lot of people probably wonder why. And like, as a guy that even, even though I've never competed anywhere, I've never competed in the sports that you've competed in. I've trained with you for a long time, Mm -hmm. but like, uh, you know, like what, what's the end game for you? Like why you're, you're doing it just because you love to fight and you want to test yourself. I mean, is that the, is that the main reason or is there, are you like, I must have a title or like why, you know, what makes you so hell bent on it? Because, you know, like I, you're my friend, dude. I've known you for a long time and I worry about my friends, obviously, because I'm a big soft teddy bear when it comes down to it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm an an emotional guy and I care about my friends, you know? So it's like, I, I, you know, I, I think sometimes when you're, when you guys are fighting like guys from the team and like, especially when you have big opportunities, I almost wonder if I'm like more nervous than oh, you guys are. Yeah. When I see you guys, I'm like, oh god, what's in Yeah, I, I can empathize with that. Yeah, I get way more nervous for like my people's fights than my fights. Like, like yeah, I mean, like it's just a natural thing for me. Like, I understand exactly what you're saying. I don't really have a a set like goal that I need to accomplish. You know, like, um, you know, I'm uh, I'm a late I'm a late bloomer. You know, I'm in I'm in like. Uh, phenomenal shape like i'm not like you know i've not, i don't i've not really lost like whatever i've lost if i have lost any speed like I'm, i make up for an efficiency like of, of just and an anticipation so it you know it's it just makes me feel alive you know when it's cool make a few bucks and, and uh and it's something i love to do you know like it, well it becomes like it becomes like a and it's the same thing for me, man. It's, you know, I'm, I'm 40 years old and I, you know, I talk candidly about my, my whole thing with my music and my dreams and doing podcasts and all that kind of stuff. And over the, over the time, it's kind of changed for me, you know, Mm -hmm. when I, when I was younger and I was playing music and I was going out and playing shows and booking stuff and doing all this stuff and recording and all that, I had like these delusions of grandeur that this is going to become something that, you know, just people are just going to be beating your door down to pay you to do this. Yeah. It's like when you get out there in the real world, it's like, that's just not the case. And it's like, if you're going to do this shit, man, you better do it with, with a pure heart and you better do it because you love it. Because at the end of the day, there's going to be a lot of people that come and go. There's going to be a lot of accolades that come and go. There's going to be a lot of highs and lows. And it's weird. I was talking to Alex about it again. Um, there's a, there's a strange, there's a strange similarity between the life of a, of a fight of a fighter that's climbing the ranks and a, like a, you know, an independent artist that's climbing the ranks because it's, it is, uh, it is not an easy road, man. Like I, I've watched the ups and downs of your career and I've always respected you and all that type of thing. So I, you know, I wasn't trying to like pick at anything. It just, no. It, 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 it genuinely makes me curious. Like if, if that's what it's about and you want to have as many experiences as you can, I think you should, I don't think it's for anyone to tell you when or when it's not time. You know what I mean? Like if, if you feel good, but like, what why are you in such a hurry, man? Why are you, why are you in a hurry for July 31st? I know you say it's age, but like, would you be better off waiting until September 
and and healing everything up or are you feeling real good again yeah no i'm 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 ready to fight like my, uh, te- yeah technically technically uh i'm ready to fight you know the funny thing is like i was uh actually uh, i was talking to people before a couple like mma i haven't been able to find an mma fight for like ages you know like like without like being them calling me like five days before like, hey. <laughs> like, and why is that uh i think there's you're um, a dangerous fight for guys too, they're trying to build yeah yeah i mean guys are yeah i'm too good for my record um you know and it's all about people just handle it like a business you know they look at it like you know if you get get beat by him which is very possible you get beat by someone who has you know a middling record you know and if you beat him you, you beat someone who has a middling record which you know so, yeah like, it doesn't doesn't build your resume necessarily yeah. even though every, yeah. even yeah. though everybody regionally and and people that have been training for a long time know you and know right. yeah, that's, yeah that that's a fucking quality win yeah but unfortunately yeah. we're growing the, like the sport is growing to the point where like we're kind of pandering to the casuals now and it, it becomes about records and stuff like that. Yeah. And it, it's just, it's interesting to watch that because that's happened in boxing a lot, right? You see guys that go undefeated and they're trying to cultivate these guys and they, <laughs> yeah. they, they want to protect them and they don't want them to have yeah. any tough fights. And it's like, it's starting to happen in MMA. Yeah. And it's it, business. And, and it's, it's cool too. I, I think um, if I could go back and, and do things like that, Nah, I wouldn't do it either. <laughs> but I, I don't think you would. <laughs> no, it's, don't I mean, fucking bullshit me. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, <laughs> yeah, you know, you want to challenge yourself. You're like, man, that dude, you know. And I remember having a conversation with mom one time, like where she was like, "Hey, that that guy looks really big and really dangerous." And I was like, "That's cool, right?" Like, you know, like, She's like no, not to normal people, no. So, you know, I think like it, it's it's certainly something that is you know, mentally, like, it's just something you want you challenge yourself. Like, why? Like, you know, it'd be like, like you just practice guitar, like all day, like, ah, oh, practicing my guitar. I'm, I'm phenomenal. And like, Hey, do you want to play in front of these people? Yeah. Nah, 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 I don't think so. I'm not ready. Quite ready for that. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but it's a similar thing. Totally except, get it. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a little, it's a little more uh, emasculating to get beat up in front of people. If you let it be, As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You know, I, I, it, it, do, it doesn't, it's strange. You know, I've never been in that situation at all, but I was actually just talking to the guys that I was jamming with today about it. And I was telling them I got my buddy Cody coming on. And I'm like, man, you think you, you, I mean, you, you go through the torment of when you go out in front of a decent audience and it's just not there for you yeah. and you have a bad performance or you had a bad day and there's just the circumstances of the day completely ruined your psyche for your performance and you sucked in front of the crowd and you know it and it was the longest 45 minutes of your life. <laughs> like I, I imagine how I feel, you know, when I go through that situation and then when I'm watching the fights, it's like this guy is doing the same thing. He's trying to climb the ladder He's putting them like to get to this level, you have to put yourself in a fucking risky, risky predicament. And so I watch that and I'm like the vulnerability of being on stage and blowing it. I felt it. It sucks bad. <laughs> yeah. I'm not on some guy's highlight reel either. And I'm not one fight away from a title shot or something like that. So like, I can only imagine the despair when you prepare for something so hard and it's like, you're so passionate about it. And I hate to, I hate to pick on it, but I don't think a lot of people that like maybe don't follow the sport. Like I understand, like when I see someone get knocked out, I'm not like, Oh man, that guy sucks. Right. I'm like, if I'm watching him on TV, yeah. he's really good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the guy he's fighting is really good. And to get where he got is takes a lot of courage and a lot of balls and a lot of dedication and preparation that most people watching on TV could never understand. Yeah. But I still, that is one thing that I love about fighting is like the vulnerability. And it's like at any second, someone can make a mistake right. and it could change the path of someone's life. Yeah. It's so fucking high stakes. It's literally a game of inches, you know, and and uh, it, 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 that's what it is. You know, you pour, that's what you need. You need, to, you pour all of these things into it, but you need breaks too. I mean, you also need to be lucky and like, you know, you also need to be, you know, you also have to have the right people seeing you and you also have to be, you know, like, so it, it, it's, it's a number of, there's so many uh, variables, not just in the physical fight itself, in the, you know, MMA fight, you know, there's literally millions of variables. So, and, and, you know, a tiny mistake can end your night. So, and on top of like outside of the cage, like, it's like, Oh, what, or does someone just see me like put on a, a, a freaking show? Like while I lost, you know, and then it's like, Oh, he wants me to fight again. Like, Oh, he wants to bring me to his place to fight. Like, you know, so you can get breaks like that. You can get breaks uh, if the right people are watching and you lose, but you're, you're fighting well, you know. So it's it's just about, you know, just a game of inches either way, man. And you just love to test yourself against it, and you love to put yourself in hostile environments and, and risky uh, short terms. Because there's a lot of guys that, like, you give me a short notice offer. I'm like, nah, not prepared, <laughs> not prepared. But there's certain things where, if certain people call me and they're like, Hey, we want you to open for this guy Thursday. I'd be like, put yeah. me in. 
Oh, I'll man. put I'll put it together. You know what I mean? Like th- this this show that's going on next week. Funny story about that is they contacted me to open for this artist, and she's a Grammy nominated blues artist, and she's won all kinds of accolades, and she's toured the world. And they, they, the the promotion company hit me up and they're like, hey, we want you to represent rock in this, you know, in this concert series that we have, um, you know, but we don't want you to play solo. Do you have a band? And I was like, well, yeah. But I <laughs> didn't have one. <laughs> I did not have a band. No. Hell no. Hell no. I said, yes, I have a band. And then she asked what I, you know, the negotiations happened and everything happened. And I'm like, okay. All right, cool. We'll be there. You know, I'll send you my stage plot and all this stuff. And I'm like, what's a stage plot? Does anyone know? calling all your good friends like, hey, uh, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what is a stage plot? And then uh, so it just so happened I called the people, you know, if I was like, if I could handpick right. a, gr- a group of folks to back me up, you know, some professionals that I could that I could bring in some hired guns that could kick major ass and know my tunes. And I asked them all, and they, it just so happened that they didn't have anything booked at the time. Yeah. I was yeah. like, see, I got a band, you know? Like, yeah. But yeah, sometimes, yeah. sometimes you sometimes you gotta yeah. sometimes you gotta take the risk because yeah, it pays sure. off, right? For sure, for sure. <laughs> She's doing meal prep. What are you preparing? You're cutting weight right now, Jessica. You should be eating spinach and and that's it. Pretty much, right? <laughs> Are you gonna have to cut for your next fight? Yeah, yeah, just a, yeah, just a little bit for sure. How much? Um, I'm going to 160. So uh, the last fight is on 165. Um, yeah, I, I mean, just take a little bit of dieting, which I, I've all I've done the last couple of weeks is is uh, usually like you make you make fight, you make way, you eat, but like you, you know, you eat like uh, or I do, I eat pretty bad. And, and uh but but i'm i'm working out a couple times a day like just casually you know but i haven't been so i've just been eating and not working out <laughs> so well, that always blows my mind because i watch you guys and it'll be like you're three weeks out man you're fighting at 145 <laughs> like what are you now like 180 like yeah that'll be fine i'll make weight and then i see a week later and you're just gant as a greyhound and i'm like how do you how do you guys do that shit like it's gotta be it can't be good for you can it um no nah. a lot of people don't under, like, a lot of people don't understand the weight cutting so talk about that man like explain like, if you don't mind and I, I don't want you to give away any trade secrets yeah. or like be to the point where you're uncomfortable with your fucking opponent watching this even though that's pretty cocky of me to think that anyone watches this show but like like what is your process like you know um so regardless of what way i'm competing at you know like i like to be like going into the uh <laughs> going into yuck going, in, going into the uh you know if i have to diet like i used to you know it would be half you know like when i used to cut to 145 it would be you know like and extended like, you know, six weeks, pretty hard dieting and, you know, like, and pretty strict, you know, but then you regardless of like, if you have time to do it, you know, and then with like going into the week, the weight, the week of uh, weigh-ins, you know, you're, I like to be within like, you know, 15, 16 pounds, like, and water, and water load. And so, 
basically so explain like, the dude explain the water load so because I, i've done it and it's terrible but like people that are going to listen to this show are mostly like a lot of music fans and stuff yeah, and i've yeah. been trying to get a lot more fight fans involved with the show but like explain the water load because most people most normal people that don't hang out in gyms like they don't even understand they're like how does he lose 15 pounds in one week yeah so we <laughs> Well, you know, um, take a, a diuretic, you know, an expel, it's a natural diuretic. So it's basically uh, dandelion root um, and drink like I started at three gallons and I just uh, decrease, you know, uh, starting a week out, decrease by a half gallon increments every day. And while I'm taking the, the diuretics and then uh, five days out, I'll be under a thousand milligrams of uh, sodium. And then four days out, I'll be under 50 grams of carbohydrates. So, like, these are the things that hold that hold the water. And then, uh, you know, so you, and you don't really see the water. Like, while you're drinking a freaking ton of water, you don't really see the weight coming off. But, like, as you start to decrease the uh, as you start to decrease the, the water intake, you're like, oh, it's still coming off. And you just spend like you're going to pee like every 20 minutes. Like, and then, you know, like, uh, so for the last one, I actually actually uh, missed weight by 0.6 last time. Um, but for the last one, I show, showed up like Wednesday night at the, at the hotel. I was over 16 pounds and, um, but it was, but it was, uh, so because I, I planned on doing a, a hot bath here, but I did it over there. So I did a hot bath, first hot bath, like, you know, seven pounds, uh, Wednesday night, Thursday morning, wake up about six, do another hot bath. And then, and, and that was, that was five. So then I'm, I'm there. I, I'm like, okay, I've got to do is just chill, you know, rest in between. And then I'll, and like, I'll knock out this last like little four, four pounds. And the, you know, just sitting there, you know, you get the hot, you get a bath. You basically you just get as hot as you can and uh, put the, the green, uh, the green, the uh, rubbing alcohol with the mentholator mineral and stuff. And uh, salt, so you know, and, and and that just makes it so the salt, you know, the Epsom salt makes it to where like, you know, it makes it's like a Bernoulli's effect. You know, it sucks the water out, you know, because the water is going to uh, where where it's where it's needed more, right? Right. So it's out, like, and then the, the alcohol is supposed to make it liner skin where it doesn't go back in. And I put this crap all over me, this damn. Uh, Albaline, it's like makeup remover, but it's like coconut oil based, and or I mean it's mineral oil based. You know, put it all over, and so and I I can sweat. I you know I sweat a ton, anyways, right? So, but when I'm when I have more muscle, recently I've had more muscle, so like water goes into muscle easier than fat, you know. So it comes way out, and so it's it, it's really not that bad for me to do it. I wasn't even honestly super miserable. Do you notice it affect your performance ever though? Cause I mean, like I've seen you do some drastic cuts, you know, like where, where I've seen you at 170 in the next week, yeah. you're like 145 and I'm like, God damn, that's not even the same guy. Yeah. Uh, 145, it, it did affect my performance. Um, so yeah, I stopped doing that. that was- so where, where are you comfortable? Like, I, I mean, you're comfortable 55 and above now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 55, 70, like, you know, I mean, especially like now that I've, I've recently, you know, put on more muscle, like just been lifting and and training physically. And, and so I just feel I mean, I feel better, heavier. 
Is it harder to cut weight now that you're older? I mean, that seems like an obvious question, but I, I know, I know for me, I noticed some differences in my metabolism and stuff like that. Are you noticing that at all? Uh, no, I don't think so. I just think that I'm, I'm just bigger. Like I just, I, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm a late bloomer. I think that I'm still growing and I've been lifting weights and, 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 um, I'm lucky enough where if I lift weights, I, I put on muscle pretty quick. So, you know, I, I think I'm just a big, I think I'm just bigger. Not so why not fight at like 180 or 170? Uh, I I could I could do 170. I mean, like the last fight was 165. Like uh, now, you know, like 170. Like I've fought at 170 a lot, like short notice. Like, um, but that's different. You know, when I wouldn't, I was still a 55 pounder just fighting at 170 because I showed up there, like, or they needed someone. You know, like so, yeah. And, and, and now, now I'm I'm built built closer to a 70 pounder yeah because it makes sense to me where like uh, you don't get to you don't get to pick um you don't get to pick where the opportunities come from right yeah. it's like hey we need a we don't need a 165 or we need a guy at 155 can you fucking make it in three weeks yeah <laughs> you, you know what i mean and, and, and it's i don't think so i think sometimes people are like that guy should just fight at 170 all the time i mean that's his natural weight class it's like but when you're trying to climb the rankings and all that type of stuff and correct me if i'm wrong but like when you're trying to climb the rankings if someone offers you an opportunity that's going to get you closer to your goal yeah. and it might require you to cut an extra five or ten pounds you're gonna fucking do it right yeah yeah or go up and do it or like you know um yeah he can love tortillas you know that guy <laughs> so it's like uh get, get those uh and cheese 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 um, i had one for dinner <laughs> <laughs> but i think again when you you gotta you got to uh take what's given to you like or i you know like sometimes you have to you know sometimes it'll be bigger sometimes it'll be smaller sometimes like so basically what happened um the way the line fight is set up like even like this, like I have to, you have to just make like uh, financial choices or whatever. Like, okay, is it worth it? Like the way Lion Fight is set up, um, I went down and checked my weight, and their scale was their scale was point four lighter than mine. And I was like, okay, I made it on my scale, and I went back down, and they had moved their scale onto a different. Like it was sitting on like a piece of plastic, and they moved it up onto like this plywood. But the way it's set up there's no checking like you get on like this is your official weight and uh if you miss it's automatically 10 percent. and uh you have an hour you have an hour to make it or it's 20 percent. so if you have oh so even if you even if you take the hour yeah the 10 percent's gone no matter what yeah exactly so i just got oh. it and i was like it's already 10 percent. Ah, what's another 10 percent like because i'm done like you know like so it's not like uh, so it's, it's and it was just it's just a weird thing, but it's, I mean, ultimately, it falls on me. Like, but that was just it's just a, you have to make choices like that, and and it's just you know I just come across stuff like that, and, and I'm just flying solo. Like I'm sitting at the sitting at I was you know everybody else has their uh, you know their little entourages and stuff, and I'm just sitting at you know I'm just flying solo at the hotel, like just. 
So how do I become a member of your entourage? Jeez. <laughs> You're welcome, man. You're welcome. I would be, I would be, I mean, I feel like I'd at least maybe look intimidating. <laughs> like, man, that guy smells like liquor and, and cigarettes, but man, he looks crazy as fuck. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like maybe I could provide some intimidation yeah. factor at least. That'd be good. That'd be good. <laughs> you know? His coach smells like booze. Jesus <laughs> Christ. What's he been doing? You know, you never know. Maybe it gives you a psychological advantage over the other guy. Absolutely. <laughs> so what so you're fighting uh july 31st and beyond that what's the next uh, like if you if you win that one then what's next after that um fight again as soon as possible yeah yeah uh definitely definitely um so i actually got hit up with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My two two separate promoters, like, um, about fighting in, like, two weeks. And I had to let them know, like, I'm medically suspended. One of them, um, you know, uh, was Dell Cook's uh, matchmaker, and she knows me. She knows I'm, I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, I'd love to come, um, but I'm suspended. She said, I know you would come. So, but <laughs> you know, it, it, I'm, I'm going to be ready to go. Uh, you know, just just lots of stuff. I like to be around them. I like to be around them. We got a guy, Matt's fighting. You know, because I'm, I'm uh, you know helping Matt train has been pretty pretty exciting and. And uh, I'm commentating EFC. Oh, you are. Yeah. So awesome. Uh, I done. I did that before uh, f- several years ago um, for them, and uh, they thought that it would be cool to have me come back and do that. So, uh, and I thought it's cool because I, you know, I get to watch the fights, and and um, you know, the, I see uh, fights in a different plane than uh, most people. You know, even uh, fighters included. You know, so it's it's uh it's cool, man. You know, I think that it's 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 and it's awesome. It's cool to do that. It's cool to be a part of that. You know, and maybe uh maybe put it put on like a, a nice little shirt and tie or something. And <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be there, and if I see you, I'm gonna be if I'm behind you, especially, I'm gonna be heckling the shit out of you guys. I'll be, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be. I bought tickets from Jessica, so I'll be watching everybody fight. Yeah, for sure. We'll see. I, I, I'm noticing, man, like I, you know, I haven't been on the mats now since, uh, but one time I was, the last time I was on the mats, I was on the mats with Richard. Um, and, and I had a neck, you know, I've been dealing with this neck injury and all this type of stuff. And um, a lot of people don't understand it and they don't understand. They're like, why do you, like, I would go to the, I would go to work with a black eye and be all banged up and shit. And guys would be like, why do you keep doing that? And I'm like, man, you just don't get it. I'm like I, I, you know, even though, even though I'm not fighting and I'm not getting paid, 
you know, to be a part of a team where you put yourselves in that position, it's like, it's, it's the ultimate vulnerability. There's no, there's no problem in our gym with guys telling each other they love each other and giving each other hugs and, and talking about their feelings and all that kind of stuff. And it's like the, the camaraderie that you get from training and the thing, the things you learn about yourself when you're in these compromising situations and you realize you're not made of glass and all that kind of thing, it's really taken a toll on my psyche, man. Like I, and I, and I, it's, it's a realistic possibility. I just found out this week, like it's a realistic possibility that that just might not be in the cards for me anymore. Like the, the guy that's dealing with my neck's like, man, you have a, your neck is a life of abuse, man. He's like, you've been playing football since you were 13. You're 40 years old now. He's like, your, your neck is fucked up. And he's like, your, <laughs> your hand is numb and you're feeling all these weird things. And it's like, but still, I'm just thinking, all right, so what does, what does that mean? Uh, when can I train? Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even listening to the law, you know, because what I get out of it from, from making the friendships and the teammates and the, like my teammates from the gym were there for me more than anybody else was during a time when the boys were in the NICU. And there's things that I remember when I needed to talk to somebody and, and nobody judged me. It's like, you know, it, it's guys like, it's guys like Richard, you know what I mean? Guys that are my close friends. It's like you'd go to war for that guy, hell or high water, no matter what. And when you're not around that environment, I miss it a lot. And like Richard said, you can't worry about your bills when someone's trying to choke wow. you. There's like a very, <laughs> there's a very simple beauty to that. You know, when you carry around the daily stresses of everything and you just go to the gym and I'm like, I'm not worried about any of that shit that happened today. If I'm not paying attention, Cody is going to kick me in the face. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, and has. Yeah. Yeah. It's tell me my first concussion actually <laughs> in, in training, in training. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's the same thing. Like I, you know, I was talking to like a, a yoga practitioner, like, Oh, do you practice mindfulness? And I was like every single day, like every single day I practice mindfulness, you know, cause it's, um, it's what it is. You have to be in the moment. In martial arts, yeah. I mean, granted, there's times like you can go on autopilot if if you're just way better than whoever, like. But you have to be in the moment because you, if you're not thinking, if you're thinking about, oh, I got to get all this crap at the grocery store, and then you're like, oh, hey, look, he's behind me, like. <laughs> so it's, you know, so you have to be in the moment, and, and and it's good. It's good for you. I mean, it's good for everybody. Like it's the same thing we talked about, like. Um, last year during the shutdown. It's like, oh, you're working out. Like, oh, I'm going to get in such good shape. And then eventually, like, God, I just want to put my hands on somebody. This is stupid. Like, what is it? My freaking punching bag and jump? Like, I'm going inside. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go eat. I'm going to go inside and drink a couple white cloths or make a pizza or something like that because I oh, just... Yeah. Yeah, I'm in my garage and like my fridge is like five steps away. I'm like, this is <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I was I was in the garage and uh, and I was like running in the neighborhood and stuff. And I think Claudio got a picture of me one day, and he's like a fucking you know a gorilla out of his element running around the neighborhood. You know, there's a pandemic going on, and and, and, and I just I don't know, man. I would I would. I, I still have a glimmer of hope that I'm going to come out of it because yeah. some people that have had a similar injuries to mine have said like, Hey man, just be patient with it and do what you need to do to retake care of it. And it, you come right out of it. Right. And I'm like, I don't feel like that's a possibility for me because I always think the worst. 
I'm like, but still the light at the end of the tunnel, the lifting the keeping myself in shape, the flexibility, the going to get adjusted, the do that. I'm doing all of that so I can go back and get fucked up again. Right. And I, and I understand the people It probably makes people think like these guys are a bunch of psychos and meatheads. And it's like, you're probably right to a, to an extent. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's definitely, there's definitely worse places you could spend hours a week. You know, like some people go to the bar every day and that's way more day. I mean, it doesn't seem like it's dangerous, but it's way more dangerous. Right. Like, yeah. You know, because I mean, at least you know where the at the gym. Like, at least you know where the danger's at. Like, okay, it's that dude right there. <laughs> He's gonna get like this. Like, you know, but you know, if you, but the people go there and they spend you know hours at the bar and and they're drinking and 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 it's, and it's like, oh well, I hear about it all the time. Like, you at the gym all the time. Like, yeah, wow, safe. There's worse places I could be, right? Like, but. And, and, and you don't really understand until you get there, you know? Yeah. It's hard to get people there too, because it's like when you first go to the gym and, uh, you know, somebody comes into a kickboxing class and they're sparring with a guy that knows what they're doing. And you're like so nervous and scared that you're just flailing and throwing things as hard as you can. And you don't even know that you are, but yeah. all you're doing is making the other guy across from you not want to teach you anything and kick your ass. It's hard. But you don't, you don't, you know, you don't have the, when you first start out, you don't have the humility, you know, you don't have the wherewithal to even think about it. You're just like, Oh my God. You're, you don't know what you don't know. Like, no. Whether it be kickboxing, jujitsu, you know, unless you've been humbled like, you know, in another combat sport, but you know, like it, it's it's tough. It's tough, and and, and the the fragile male ego very rarely can be can can accept the <laughs> <laughs> picked up food from a Mexican bar and grill to deliver two armed guards on. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Frank, where are you going? Those must be some good burritos. Oh man, <laughs> what's so, so, things, man? Like, <laughs> yeah, what's in there? Got some really good salsa, really good pico there. So I got to ask you, man, like what's the, after you're done, you know, I don't know when it is and I'm not going to ask you when it is because I, I don't care. I, I'll support you no matter what. Um, but like, what's the, what's, what's your plan for after you're done training, you know, after you're done fighting professionally, um, I, know, I know you'll train forever. You've got a yeah. black belt in jujitsu, which you just got like, is teaching part of it, refing, coaching, any definitely. of that type of stuff. Yeah. I, I definitely plan on, uh, teaching and coaching, um, you know, alongside Jake, as long, as long as, uh, you know, it's possible, you know, I think that, um, I think that what he's building over there is, is just, is just beginning, you know, is, is just beginning. It, it seems like, it seems like, uh, Oh, you guys are really like this, but it's, it's not even, I think it's just the tip of the iceberg right now, what's going on over there. And, and, and um, it's a, it's a beautiful thing, you know, and it's, it's, it's uh, the fruit of all his hard work, man. This dude, you know, he, he's a primary example of, you know, doing everything that he can for everybody, you know, it, it makes a big difference. And it's like, I, you know, I trained at other gyms and not to talk shit on other gyms or anything like that, but I really never felt like I had a home uh, until I came over to the gym. And, and I've like most of my best friends, a lot of the people in here, you, 
you know, people that have been around, you know, during the shittiest parts of my life, um, were like the main reason that I'm did not snap or do something stupid or, or fail or give up or something like that. It's like, I can talk to you. I can talk to the guys I train with. And it's like, I've, I've had people at the gym before tell me, Hey man, why don't you just not roll tonight? And why don't we go sit over against the wall and talk a little bit? (laughs) It it doesn't seem like you're in a good place, man. You want to tell me what's going on? Yeah. And it's like, I don't get that anywhere else in my life, you know? know? And I I mean that in four seconds, that guy's going to try to kill me as well. Right. Uh, but but, But at the same time, that guy, cares about me more than than a lot of other people that i've been around and and i guess it's the intimacy and you know at the at the i I guess i don't care how that sounds like there's a there's a there's a definite level of intimacy when you train with guys and like everybody's kind of there fighting their own battles and finding out what they're made of it's just a beautiful environment where everybody accepts everybody. You don't see color. You don't see gender. You don't see anything like that. It's just like, it's all love on the mats. Weirdly enough, the guy that's trying to take your head off loves you the most, you know? Yeah, for sure. It's, it's, it's a, you gotta have, it's, you're going to have inherent, like, um, you know, you're going to have inherent intimacy. Like, you know, even if like, like if you first meet that person, like, oh, I don't normally like them, you know, but if you're there, like banging it out with them every day, like eventually, you know, you guys are going to respect each other, you know? <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's cool. Like, you know, you start out like, like, oh, I'm going to roll with that guy. He's, he's a schmuck. And I'm going to go like, you're like, oh, and just like, I'm going to try and F him up. And like, he's probably thinking the same thing about me. And then eventually like, we just roll like all the time. It's like, wait, it's like, this guy, he's all right. You know, like, <laughs> Yeah. There, I mean, there's been times where, you know, it's like, I've always had a hard, especially as I've gotten to the more advanced belts in jujitsu and stuff, it, it became harder for me to get close to like the white belts yeah. and stuff because I've been hurt before. Like I feel like I've kind of took one under my wing and like wanted to make him mine and showing him, showing him my little tricks of the trade and like bringing him along and caring about him and cultivating him. And then he stopped showing up to the gym <laughs> And it like breaks your fucking heart, man. <laughs> You're like, I gave you my Ezekiel trick, man. I gave you the trick. You're never going to come in here again. And then the next time a white belt wants to talk to you, you're like, I've been hurt before, bro. I'm sorry. Cool, man. I need a little more time. <laughs> Do I show him? Like, nah, no, I'm not showing him shit. I'm going to show him 80 times when I'm tapping him with it <laughs> until he quits. Learn like this. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, we're, I mean, we're coming up on an hour, man. Um, it seemed like it was about five minutes. Right. Where, where are you fighting next? Tell people where they can see you, how they can connect with you. Um, Enid, Oklahoma. All right. Um, yeah. July 31st. Right. And you can follow me uh, under my name on Facebook. Um, Cody underscore jazz Carrillo underscore on Instagram. Right. Uh, check me out. Like uh, you can come to my kickboxing classes at Fox Fitness, Monday, 6 o'clock, th- Tuesday, 10 a.m., Wednesday, 6 o'clock, Thursday, 10 a.m., and Saturday, 9 a.m. Um, it's, uh, it's a growing program, and we're getting a lot more space, and it's so exciting, man. Like, uh, you know, um, I, feel, I feel, like, honored that, you know, that uh, Jake is doing that, like, for, for not only growth of uh, – 
you know, his programs, but also, you know, my, my programs too, man. So it's cool. Like, I think the the more the merrier and, and before you know it, like I'm going to be shoving it down everyone's throats and <laughs> we're going we're gonna to get some more people out there for sure. Well, man, I, I appreciate you coming on and guys, I could not, uh, I could not testify for Cody more. Like, I, you know, when I came in and I had no idea what striking was or anything or what to do. And I had an ego about me and all that type of stuff. Cody was, was a mentor to me. Um, showed me the ropes and turned me into a, you know, a less than crappy striker, you know, from a guy that had no idea what I was doing. It gave me a lot of self-confidence, changed my life. Um, Cody's been a great friend to me and a guy who's inspired me as a guy who's just always chased his dreams. Um, so being around him is, is, is going to give you good energy and I would highly encourage you to do so. Cody, I appreciate you so yeah, much, brother. Sure. You know that you're a good friend. You're a good coach. You're a good teammate. I always have the utmost respect for you. Uh, you are episode 30. That is a wrap right, for DJ right. and Friends, episode number 30. Guys, thanks you for tuning in. We will see you next time on DG and Friends. Damn. All right, guys, that's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to the show on your podcast platform of choice to be notified of new episodes and leave a positive review if you dig what you're hearing. Guys, I would love to hear from you on social media. Let's get connected at DustyGrant57 on all platforms. All right, y'all, that's it for now. See you next time on DG and Friends. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.